And now, on with the show. Okay, we're in. Welcome, everyone. It's Weekend Watch. That's, it. That's, we That's the whole intro we get. Welcome. I'll do more. I'm Spencer, <laughs> one of your hosts. Keith is another host, and also David. What's up, guys? Oh, hey. Oh, hi. <laughs> you guys are silly. Uh, well, this is our show, Weekend Watch, where we talk about movies. We talk about shows. We talk about anything you can stream on a streaming service and what's good and what's bad and, and stuff like that. So um, we kind of did a little... Little, little bit different last week when we talked about the MCU phase two. So we're going to get back into our normal format this week. We don't have a theme, so we're just going to jump right in. Uh, David, kick it off. What do you want to talk to us about? What, what, do you, what do you recommend we watch this weekend? Um, I guess I'll recommend some garbage since you both hated it. Uh, Hemlock Grove is on Netflix. I enjoyed all three seasons of this show. God, there's three seasons. <laughs> how did that happen based on the book by mine by brian mcgreevy and uh, d- uh this netflix original series revolves around the peculiar residents and killer creatures of hemlock grove a dilapidated former steel town in pennsylvania the town is composed of people living in poverty and those who are extremely wealthy and everyone has a secret as sinister mysteries unfold a seamier side of the town is exposed, placing suspicion on many and revealing that nothing is what it seems. Um, it's vampires and werewolves, but it's uh, I thought that the show set like a really good ambiance. It's uh, it, the first season deals with uh, this murder mystery and um, Peter. Uh, damn it. Where's his fucking name all the way out? Peter. <laughs> um, Peter Rumencheck. Jeez. Um, he is, uh, this, uh, is gypsy is calling him a gypsy. Is that not PC? I have I've heard oh, that's this is not PC. Gypsy he's, is, is he's Romani. Word. Yeah. You don't say gypsy anymore. That's derogatory. Yeah. Well, that feels like a gyp. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to bleep all of this. I'm not gonna, I'm going to let everybody know what a race. So Peter's Romani and he's, uh, <laughs> he's suspected of this murder and he tame teams up with, uh, Roman, uh, Bill Skarsgård's character and he's a vampire and it's, it's, I, I thought they played this show really well. It's like I said, it's a murder mystery and there's all kinds of, of shit that gets dug up from the very dark past of these old families in this Pennsylvania town. But tell me why I'm wrong, I guess. I just I watched three episodes and I just couldn't get into it. It felt slow. Uh, the story was not very grabbing to me, um, and I don't know. It just felt it felt too slow. I have yeah, I have sure. a problem with, and this is maybe it's just me because I have found very very few horror series that I can get into, and I'm a huge horror fan. You know that, but yeah. for some reason. Many horror shows just don't do it for me. They just, they're too slow. The pacing feels off. Like I tried American horror story and well, I watched the first two seasons plus like three episodes of the third. And I finally gave up because yeah, it was just like too long, too much, too many stories that either never took off or took far too long to get any kind of resolution or, or story movement. Yeah. Um, I felt the same way about the walking dead. It just fell apart for me. Like there's, I can count. I'm thinking of two horror shows that I've ever watched that I actually enjoyed. And that was the strain and black summer. 
I was going to to say that I, that another horror show that I enjoy kind of suffers from the same complaints, and that's Penny Dreadful. Um, if you've ever given that one a shot, and it, when it comes to American Horror Story, I, I definitely get you on that front. There's lots of complaints to be had. Maybe we can talk about those more uh, on another episode. But uh, I don't disagree with you that this is it's a slow burn of of a show. Um, maybe they could have shortened it a little bit. I, I know that they could mess with the format of American Horror Story and get some movements out of there for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just that I guess that's that's about it. But like you call it a slow burn, right? And I like when a movie is slow burn. Like I'll I'll watch fucking Midsummer's three hour director's cut and love every minute of it. But that's about as long as I want to go on a slow burn horror horror property. You don't like the you don't like the eight nine hour slow burns. <laughs> it's too much, man. It's just too much for a, a mediocre crescendo. Uh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't absolutely hate this, but I I just I, I like Spencer. I couldn't really get into it. I don't know. It felt it just felt too CW campy to me. They got some great actors in here, and I don't know. I don't know if it's like the color scheme or the writing or how things are delivered, but you know what I'm talking about that, that kind of CW campiness that comes out. Yeah. They captured a lot of that and they told them they could say fuck and do some soft core porn. And it just, it didn't, it didn't make it better for me. So that kind of turned me off to it. Um, I know that's a nitpicky thing. That's a very personal thing to me because plenty of people like that style. I know that, um, so that that's just one of the things that I couldn't really get into was was some of that that angsty CW-ness. Also, it I know this was Netflix's like third original show ever. Was it? Okay. Yeah, second that, yeah. or third. It yeah, early. it was really early. Um it looked weird to me. Did it like it almost looked like they shot it at 60 FPS? It was weird, yeah. Like I'm... it it almost looked soap opera, like how soap opera cameras look. I get you know what, you what I mean. mean? Like, I, I don't know if that's true or if that was just my imagination, but it just it felt a little weird and I, I couldn't couldn't get past it. But that being said, on, on my side, like some of the stuff that that it wasn't catching up for me, I thought the story was was pretty decent. I thought there was enough mystery there. I thought there was enough. I don't know. I could see there being some character development down the road. I just I don't know if I'm if I've got the wherewithal to hang on, but I could see the bones of this show would be something that that many people could enjoy. So I'm not I'm not shitting on it at all. I'm not saying I hated it. It just wasn't my cup of tea. Agreed. Yeah, I'm not saying don't watch it. Like David very clearly like got something out of it. I'm, so I'm pretty hurt. I'm pretty wounded right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it appeals to David. So that says something about it. I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing. We'll let you guys decide. But yeah, that, yeah. So we'll go after for that, we'll shade gets thrown my way. <laughs> Let's proceed. <laughs> Fine. I'll go next then, and you could shit on mine. Except you can't because you didn't watch any of my recommendations this week. <laughs> I'll still shit on it. Uh, I want to start out with a brand new Netflix original movie. Uh, it was released August 13th, and it is called Beckett. Uh, it is a mystery thriller. While vacationing in Greece, American tourist Beckett becomes the target of a manhunt after a devastating accident. Forced to run for his life and desperate to get across the country to the American embassy to clear his name, tensions escalate as the authorities close in, political unrest mounts, and Beckett falls even deeper into a dangerous web of conspiracy. 
Um, it stars uh, John David Washington, who it seems like he's in a little bit of everything lately. Um, and he's just running. He just runs so he runs, much. He, he ran a lot. like six miles throughout Tenet, if not more. And he, he ran double that in this movie. He's just running. The guy just runs. He run a whole lot. Um, I really loved this movie. It is a classic mystery. This guy, you know, he sees something he shouldn't have seen and it has political implications and he's got to go and try to, you know, clear his name and, and, and get safe away from all these people who want to do him harm because of what he witnessed. Um, it felt very much like a fifties or sixties Hitchcock thriller. Yeah. Very psychological thriller. It, it reminded me of, of vertigo of North by Northwest of, uh, you know, movies like that, the, the James Stewart Hitchcock thrillers. Um, and man, I just loved it so much. The soundtrack reminded me of those as well. It was very yeah. uh, minimal and, and, you know, where it did come in, it was perfect. It, it was very mood setting, very atmospheric soundtrack, the score. Um, and the, like I said, it's just, it's a really good mystery thriller trying to, you know, watching this guy try to run his way, you know, to safety and, and try to, you know, solve this mystery that he's become embroiled in. And I, I just loved it. What did you think? I thought it was Keith. good. I'm, I'm looking at, <laughs> I'm looking at these reviews and it, I'm pretty shocked. 46% critic review, 33% audience score. Oh, and wow. I, I didn't, I, wow. That's terrible. <laughs> I, I could see like not everybody enjoying this, but it, I didn't think it was bad at all. I thought some of the shots were phenomenal. Um, I thought the story was good. And man, it, it was very anxiety inducing the entire time. Um, man, between this and midsummer is like, I, I need a break from some of these psychological thrillers. This it's, it wears you out watching this movie, not just cause he's running all the time, but it's fucked up. Like there's no safe point. Yeah. And, and it's, I don't know. And like you said, the tone of the music and everything, just the tone from the very beginning, you know, things aren't going to go well for this man for, and then they don't at all for a very long time. Yep. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I thought it was great. Um, like I said, I thought it the, was awesome. the, it's very clearly, it feels to me like a clear homage to Hitchcock and I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was, I, I thought they did a great job of it as well. I thought uh, they, they captured plenty of that. Um, I just love John David Washington too. Every and time he I, is, yeah. Tenet a, was such a great movie, and it's nice to see him in more movies. Yeah. I, I'm more. glad he's getting a lot of recognition because he he should be in a lot of movies. The guy's a brilliant actor. I really, really like watching him on screen. Definitely. Um, right on. So yeah, check it out. Beckett currently streaming on Netflix. Keith, what else you got? Where are we going? All right, my first wreck is uh, one of my favorite movies of all time uh, from what early 2000. Oh, 2000, exactly. It is Snatch. Man, I love this movie. Uh, it is written and directed by Guy Ritchie. Uh, if you're not familiar with Guy Ritchie's work, then you need to watch everything, not just this movie. Um, but Snatch is, is among my top favorites. So an illegal boxing promoter, Turkish convinces gangster Bricktop to offer bets on bare knuckle boxer Mickey at his bookie business. When Mickey does not throw his first fight as agreed, an infuriated Bricktop demands another match. 
Meanwhile, gangster Frankie Fourfingers comes to place a bet for a friend with Brick Top's bookies as multiple crimmers, uh, criminals converge on a stolen diamond that Frankie has come to London to sell. This is a clusterfuck of criminals and shitbirds all coming together to just get fucked. And it is brilliant. Uh, Guy Ritchie is an amazing writer. It's hilarious. It's got incredible actors. Benicio Del Toro, uh, Brad Pitt, Jason Statham. I mean, I, I could keep going on. The list is just endless of, of big names in this film and, and small names that are just a delight to watch as well. Vinny uh, Jones. Yeah, exactly. Like this is this is so this is such a good movie, and and I think kind of the epitome of of Guy Ritchie's work. Uh, one of the, and I don't know. What do you guys think of this movie? I know you've seen it a million times. Yeah, definitely, uh, many many times. And Guy Ritchie is the king of modern British gangster movies. Um, you guys you know, like digs? You guys like digs? Uh, oh, you know oh. he did he did Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels was God, his first I love that one. Movie. Uh, Revolver, Rock and Rolla. Uh, his most recent one, The Gentleman, came out shortly before the pan- pandemic, and it was also amazing. He just keeps doing it. Um, I don't know what else to say. It's just, it is the way he intertwines all these different subplots and and how it all comes together. At, you know, at the climax is just I, I don't know of anybody who does it who does it better. His dialogue is unmatched. His directing style is phenomenal. His shots are are awesome um yeah i i love his style and this movie meant uh the the pikey uh accent that that brad pitt puts on is just fucking awesome it's really good i like how we so, now have two mo- two movies with romani people yeah right. uh, or two recommendations in the first three with romani or gypsies as david would call them racist <laughs> I... <laughs> What do you have to say about this movie, David? Uh, this is a great movie. I, I I loved sitting down to watch it again. And I I mean, it takes me back to playing fucking uh, Call of Duty. Just repeating. You guys like Degs? I, I love <laughs> I, I love this movie and I love the references that we got out of it. I loved the time that it came out. I don't know. It's it just took me back of ways. Yeah, it's good shit. Like I said, the dialogue is just so perfect he he's such a good writer love this film uh i didn't even say where it was streaming i don't think and i don't even fucking prime? remember I think, it's on prime. Prime. I think you are correct yeah it's on prime yes it's on prime Snatch, currently streaming on prime david spencer what else you got for me buddy um my second recommendation this week is a movie that i thought was a classic i caught some more shit on the way into this episode for this one too um not nearly as much though <laughs> it's the mummy 1999 um the mummy is a rousing suspenseful and horrifying epic about an expedition of treasure-seeking explorers in the sahara desert in 1925 stumbling upon an ancient tomb the hunters unwittingly set loose sorry set loose a 3000 year old legacy of terror which is embodied in the vengeful reincarnation of an Egyptian priest who had been sentenced to an eternity as one of the living dead. Um, this is one, uh, the classic from Brendan Fraser and and gang. How can okay? I definitely caught some flack for uh, what, what was the the quote that you guys? What, what did you say? 
did you really recommend the Brendan Fraser mummy? Yes. Yes, I did, because <laughs> Brendan Fraser is a fucking treasure. He's witnessing uh, a resurgence right now, uh, a renaissance, if you will. And, uh, a, a and I will. A renaissance. Uh, yeah, there you go. A, a Brendan-sance. No, that's way worse than what I said. I, no, <laughs> I like mine. There's too many Ds. This movie's great. It is um, good. I'll give it to you. I was really messing with you a little bit about that one because I actually did enjoy this movie as a kid. It's not some Academy Award winning cinema, cinematographic masterpiece, but it's fun. Brendan Fraser really very clearly had a lot of fun making this movie. Um, and, and I did the enjoy cast. it. The whole cast is, is really John Hanna as the like sniveling the what he's a, he's her brother, right? Um, yeah, I think so. Rachel Weiss's brother. Yeah. And he's just like this sniveling little shit. Um, the, the whole cast is great. The, I'm, I can read off all the names, but they're the, the biggest known name is Brendan Fraser in this movie. So, like, I mean, there's what, what other movies has Oded Fair been in? He was in The Wire, right? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Probably. Uh, I think. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the, you're right. The crazy, handsome Mujahideen dude yeah yeah um yeah it's fun it's fun it's definitely worth a revisit i used to watch these mummy movies a ton as a kid and especially the first one. yeah especially the first one i liked the second one a lot too after and that though drop off pretty hard <laughs> yeah. yeah the second Even one Ra- rachel weiss was like nope checking out for number three yep, we're done uh second one was good too uh like you said it, it definitely holds up this first one is great. My dad loved it, so that was something that he didn't mind us watching on repeat, which we did as children. So he he was fine with a, a certain few of these, and and the mummy was always up there. Good for a laugh. A good plus dad the laugh. franchise. The franchise uh, kicked off the Rock's acting career. Oh did. yeah, Scorpion for King. Better or worse. Uh, hey man, what? Don't bash the Rock. I mean he's. He's Why? done some tooth fairy type <laughs> shit, but you know he's, he's done. You he's take done any role more, you can get at the for, at the beginning. He's <laughs> done more tooth fairy type shit than actually notable stuff. Uh, like yeah, what? probably Escape yeah, to Witch Mountain, uh, Journey to the Center of the or Jungle Book. Right? He wasn't in Journey to the Center. No, he wasn't in uh, jungle, jungle. He was in Jungle Cruise. Cruise. Get it right, motherfucker. Not jungle. <laughs> Jumanji. That's what I was thinking. Of. Oh man, those Jumanji movies were fucking hilarious. No. Yes. I don't know. Did you even watch them? No. You didn't watch them. I haven't watched them. They were really I, good. I, they I, were fun. I've been mm. meaning. They are worth watching because they were pretty fun. Uh, all the yeah, fast come on. And furious. Yeah. The, oh, oh yeah. Also amazing movies. <laughs> I will defend every Fast and the Furious movie with. That's the hill you want to the choose. Fury of a thousand winds. Even Tokyo Drift. Yeah, Tokyo. We watch Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift is not a bad movie. I I will. The, okay, the best movie that I can think of him being in is like. Okay, I'm looking at at his movies here. Moana is a fantastic yes, movie. Fantastic, um, especially on mind altering substances. That movie is just really, really great. Not that we endorse that here at Weekend Watch. Um, maybe not all of us. <laughs> David's opinions are his own and do not necessarily represent. Uh, he was in Baywatch. Baywatch was hilarious. Shut your fucking mouth. Did you see it? No. Then what don't do talk mean? shit about it. It was a funny movie. I am going to talk shit about that fucking You don't movie. get to talk shit about a movie that stars the comedic genius Zac Efron. <laughs> I, I, got, I mean, 
we're, I'm laughing, but I've seen a lot of good Zac Efron. I know that's what I'm saying. Funny, he's good. I can't, I can't hate. He's pretty good. Zac Efron is. They made two Tooth Fairy movies. All right, they made a fucking second Tooth Fairy movie. He wasn't in it. Larry the Cable. Oh, he wasn't. Yeah, Larry Larry the Cable. cable. Bookman. 2010 was a different time. Larry the Cable guy is going to come get the fucking table scraps from, <laughs> from that shit, obviously. Oh, my God. All I'm saying is that he's been in some great stuff, and you shouldn't judge him based on his earlier movies. Some of these movies are pretty recent, bro. Was he in? What's that? I can't even. I can't think of it right now. G.I. Joe. I need to pull up a, a list myself. Right, I'm not going to defend G.I. Joe. <laughs> fighting with my family. Did you see that fighting with my family movie? But didn't you only have like a... a- cameo in that i'm just scrolling through so yeah maybe he did um pain he was in gain. uh pain and gain was a good movie are you sure yes i, I heard some definite like this movie is self-indulgent garbage no it was good I, I liked it it was fun i thought it was fun as well uh okay. he's gonna be black adam i'm really excited for that that's exciting for sure watch the jumanji movies yeah i, I really need to watch those movies um the second one was Southland not quite Hill. as good, but the have first guys, one was really fun. Have you guys watched Southland Tales? Yeah, I Southland Tales, you want to talk about self-indulgent movies. Um, I would watch it again, but it was... Southland Tales was uh, Richard Kelly trying to out Donnie Darko himself. Yeah, true. But I, I gotta say, Dwayne... Dwayne Johnson's performance in it was was not bad. Like, true. That was the first time I, I, I saw him, because was, that was 2006. That was the first movie I saw him, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this guy could this guy could do something with acting for sure." Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I did not mind it. I would definitely watch it again. It just was not as good as as Donnie Darko. No, definitely not. Oh man, yeah, we, we got, got way, way off, off topic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, check out the Mummy, which doesn't even have the Rock in it. <laughs> Where's it streaming, David? Is it HBO? It's on HBO. All right. <laughs> we got so far off topic. Oh fuck! But man. speaking of movies with former wrestlers uh, in it, my and second excellent actors as well. Also excellent actors. Yes, my second second recommendation this week is another new movie. It's a Hulu original, Vacation Friends, starring John Cena, uh, Lorel. Uh, that's it. Those are the two main names. <laughs> Uh, in this raw and raunchy comedy, straight-laced Marcus and Emily, played by Lil Rel and Yvonne Orgy, Orgy, or he, I don't know, or O R J I. That one came out of nowhere. <laughs> are they are befriended by wild, thrill-seeking partiers Ron and Kyla uh, at a resort in Mexico. Living in the moment, the usually level-headed couple lets loose to enjoy a week of uninhibited fun and debauchery with their new vacation friends. Months after their walk on the wild side, Marcus and Emily are horrified when Ron and Kyla show up uninvited at their wedding, creating chaos and proving that what happens on vacation doesn't necessarily stay on vacation. Uh, this is just a new, really fun, um, raunchy comedy from Hulu, and John Cena and Lil Rel are the perfect foils of each other. Um, I just loved it. Uh, like I said, these 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 free spirit uh live in the moment couple played by John Cena and Meredith Hagner uh, just come and wreak havoc at this really straight laced couple's wedding after they've met on vacation. And it's just, it's fun. 
there's a lot of twists. It's 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 hilarious. I don't know what else to say. Keith, you said you checked it out. Yeah, me and Lauren watched this one, and it is dumb as fuck. And I loved every minute of it. It was hilarious. It was it was awesome. We we had a blast watching it together. It's it's just fucking ridiculous, man. John Cena, the guy's golden. He has such like comic delivery. Uh, going back to to talk a little bit about him as peacemaker in in um, the Suicide Squad, like his performance and his comedy and that were were spot on and a little more precise than in this because this is like you said raunchy comedy so he's just like letting it all fly and it it works the guy just works love him i love his acting career i think it's phenomenal uh this movie was hilarious uh it was what a hundred yeah it was an hour and 40 minutes so real quick easy watch um i loved it we had a blast it was it was a fucking wild ride yeah, definitely. Uh, David, I'd ask you what you think, but... But that would be asking a question that you already know the answer to, Spencer, so why ask that question? I just wanted to to point out that you didn't watch my recommendation again. You wanted to shame me like a yeah, bully. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. Like a, like a bully. Yeah. yeah, two tabs in a row. Just like that. Just like a bully would. Sometimes you deserve to be bullied. Maybe rub your face in the poop a bit. Also, an interesting tidbit, the screenplay was written by john francis daly i saw the, that i was just <laughs> looking at that yeah he he played sam weir in freaks and geeks yeah uh and he was also mitch in in waiting apparently he's just become a really big screenwriter now because he also helped write the screenplay to spider-man homecoming man that's that's awesome good for him right? I, li- I like him i think he's i thought he was a good little actor but good for him for staying in the bit he was a writer on horrible bosses this is funny shit man yeah man he's he's good I, I would always wondered what happened to him, and now we know he is very successful. Awesome, good for him. Uh, so check it out, Vacation Friends, currently streaming on Hulu. Uh, Keith, bring us home. What's the last recommendation? Last recommendation is a documentary that that my wife had me watch with her, and man, it was rough, but really good, really fucking good. It's on Netflix, I believe it's a Netflix original from last year. Uh, it's called Pray Away. And this is a documentary that um, is mostly about um, Exodus International, which was a uh, pray the gay away. Um, what, are, what are they called? The conversion um, therapy. Yeah, conversion therapy. Um, Ministry done, for those people. Yeah. Yeah. Done uh, by um, ex gays. So it was, it was a really unique. A form of conversion therapy that that also didn't work and they talk a lot about that and a lot about the xx gaze that came out of this as well um that and man what a hell of a story uh really sad uh, really happy moments as well but also really really sad <laughs> i mean there's there's a lot of dark stuff surrounding this this conversion therapy stuff, and it it's kind of scary. And this I thought was a a really good doc that kind of shined a light on a lot of really interesting parts about uh, how how a lot of these therapies uh, were were done internally, like I said, by by gay people that were trying to not be gay because the church was telling them how bad it was. So. Really interesting story. I I urge you all to watch it. Like I said, it's on Netflix. Um, you guys did both. Of you guys get to watch this one. I got the I got through the first episode, and the, yeah, that was pretty much the consensus between me and Mystic. It was like this is this is terrifying. This is 
really insidious shit this uh these belief systems working their way in and warping your view of the world um and yeah my my takeaway was pretty much just more wallowing in delusion from the christian crowd that continues to butt their heads against the wall with abstinence only sex education and trickle down economics their entire world is built on bullshit and this is more bullshit heaped on top of it uh yeah i i we, i watched it as well it was it was super powerful it's a, it's a movie isn't it yeah it, it's only one that's maybe you, might have, you might have watched the whole thing yeah i i okay i thought it was like a shower like 45 yeah because we like watched that. like the whole thing yeah <laughs> and i i for some reason i thought it was a was a show because i was like this is an episode this is a long episode yeah it, it's very powerful i i really liked what struck me the most was the groups that are still doing this yeah um how they just let the filmmaker have complete access is like and it kind of seemed like uh they thought he was going to be super neutral about it Oh yeah, and then he was just like, "No, these people suck, and what they're doing is super harmful. And uh, if you need help or or have suicidal thoughts, contact the you know, just like yeah, fuck these people. Yeah. Um, and it's just I don't know. It was very interesting. I really liked the the um, interviews with people who were a part of this, who have now come to realize the harm they were doing to their own community. Yeah, the the so called leaders of of this different sections of the movement because it's been going on for a long time and exit like under the exodus right? name yeah um and i don't know should i should i give a spoiler alert i don't know if i want to spoil it, but I, 30 I, okay. second spoiler 30 alert second. three yeah. two one so but uh, eventually they they actually get rid of their own group they destroy exodus which was which is really cool that's fucking awesome that they would actually do that themselves recognize that it's bad admit that it's bad and apologize for it is fucking great i don't know that yeah that's all i got yeah end of spoilers i felt like it wasn't yeah. that big of a spoiler but no i i, I, I did yeah because it comes later in in the show and i or the the movie so I don't want to to ruin anything. It's not. It's a for documentary. Sure, sure. Not like it's it's going to spoil That's much right. anyway. You know. It, well, and sort of bouncing off of your spoiler there, it is interesting to see the the changes for better or worse that uh, a lot of the people in this show made. In um, Jeffrey, the the ex trans activist, out spreading his testimony with uh, with you know he is clearly suffering. <laughs> with some shit, you know, right. and watching him go from, I, it's, it is interesting watching, watching these play out in front of you because it's how happy some of these people are just yeah. being their gay self and, and realizing that was that their happiness, you know, that that's what I was saying. There's, there's a lot of sad parts of this, this movie, but there's also a lot of happy parts that you're getting to see, see some people pull out of this as well, which is it. I don't know. Like Spencer said, it's powerful. That's that's a, a great word for it. I was just looking at it. And I guess the director. This is her. This is her first movie. Oh wow, Christine Very Stolakis. Cool. So yeah, um, I would I would love to see more out of her. I thought it was a, a very well done documentary. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely worth a watch. Um, it's just new, right? It just came out on Netflix. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, just on August third. Right on. So check it out. Pray away. Currently streaming on Netflix. 
Uh, that wraps up the recommendations for the week, everybody. Um, I don't know that we have anything else that, to talk about. No bonuses this week, as far as I'm aware. You guys have anything? Nope. Right on. So uh, check us out. Uh, next week, we've got a new theme episode coming up. We have a special guest. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, other than that, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. We've got a Discord. Join up. Have a chat with us. Talk to us about some uh, some new stuff to check out on streaming services. Maybe we'll recommend it. Uh, we have a website, threeguysoneup.com. Uh, on that website, you can find a full list of previous recommendations. You can also find a link to our Patreon account uh, where you can become a patron. Give us $5 a month and we can keep the lights on. Uh, with that, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you, everyone, once again, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>